imitators emily maya mills episode 163 this was a fucking amazing episode i loved every minute of it we talked about politics we talked about um artificial intelligence we talked about comedy we talked about michael keaton get ready for that we uh we pitched some shows um we talked about weed it's 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 gonna be a good one so keep listening you're already listening so just keep listening and then you'll hear it um go to facebook.com slash yamatat with doug culp like the page tell people about it spread the word tell me to post on that page more because i don't really post on that page that often and it's not for lack of interest it's just for i'm i'm doing so much other shit and trying to find work and it's 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 uh, it's a lot the podcast and the show uh and the comedy show um i need help (laughs) help guys um go to itunes and you know what instead of your route through itunes can go through yamatat.com y-a-m-a-t-a-t.com go there click get it on itunes if you haven't already if you're just listening to this in in on your radio on your fm radio in your car i don't know how you're doing that because this isn't over the air but um click subscribe tell two people about it um rate it review it give it give it some stars give it some five stars you guys duplex comedy suplex did not happen duplex comedy on twitter duplex comedy suplex on instagram and facebook my twitter is dougathan d-o-u-g-a-t-h-a-n the show's twitter is yamatat y-a-m-a-t-a-t there's a donate button on my web page if anyone just wants to donate through paypal that would be amazing um things are very 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 rough in the money department for me and um you know, I love doing this show, and I would hope that I wouldn't have to uh, be displaced at some point and not be able to do this show. But if I am, uh, the donate button's still there. My PayPal is still active. <laughs> um, and shit, what else? Oh, right, I have a GoFundMe going. You guys can check that out. Because um, I also have Lyme disease, and so that's been weird. I just I need to find doctors who will believe that i have lyme there's this whole fucking conspiracy that um that not conspiracy but there's just doctors are are told not to deal with it and um uh, emily and i were talking about that earlier so you know what guys go ahead and get ready to yam it up with me and emily maya mills Got those at Walmart a while back, and then I was like, you know what? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I drink it enough. I drink it enough. Why not? For sure. (laughs) Yeah, but the. Yeah, so I had the two markers of three, and that confirmed it. And then I was talking with someone else online because it's a very supportive community online because of the whole stigma of wanting to diagnose it. And she said, oh, I hope this isn't weird, but I looked at your, because I put pictures up on my social media of, these are my lab results, everyone, I have Lyme disease. And she goes, you have this marker, which means you definitely have Lyme disease. 
because I have that one too, and I definitely have Lyme disease. I'm like, oh, oh, sorry. Yeah, but it's a little self, like, yeah. So, did you find a Lyme literate doctor? Still looking. My primary care is going to refer me to an infectious disease specialist. And when they told me that, I went, wait, because I've already been to one, and they didn't know what to do with me. They need to be Lyme literate. They need to know the disease. Specifically, yeah. So they made a note, and I guess we'll see. Do you know, like, it was a tick, or do you Yeah, I think a tick bit me, and it was, like, right right above around the uh, pubes area. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And, And so then because there's a rash that comes with it, I was a little embarrassed of it at the time. Right didn't think anything of it i was like it'll go away yeah it'll go away i don't know what this is but it'll go away right and then it didn't and then it got worse and i'm like oh shit yeah so there's a lesson don't be embarrassed to go to the doctor definitely (laughs) that is the truth yeah but it was also such a small like you know the the bite is such a small little and so i was like i don't i don't think this is serious i hope it's not serious right but i think it was serious yeah shit how are you (laughs) (laughs) good i'm good i guess shit relatively speaking relatively yeah you never know yeah cool banana shack drawing painting poster is that from gallery 88 no it's from um this guy tim doyle he does a series called unreal estate and so he did that one he did the simpsons one with the springfield letters and everything um there's a futurama one that i wanted to get but it sold out immediately ah yeah i have um i feel like it might be the same artist it's a wet hot american summer maybe feels very similar and it's like the van has crashed into a tree and it's beautiful but i bought it at this like thing it was like an opening a comedy art at gallery 88 and it was a little bit fancy or whatever and i bought it i loved the piece and then somebody was like here i'll introduce you to ken marino and you can get his autograph Hmm. and i was like okay okay and then he like assigned the poster and then i just was like this is weird <laughs> you know <laughs> and i never put it on my wall like to emily and i was like no it just seemed weird it seemed less like an art piece and more like a piece of fan paraphernalia okay, you know yeah. what i mean here's a copy here's a copy also. yeah copy. it was weird like i was all ready to frame it and excited i spent 30 bucks on the print and, and now that it's signed you don't want to frame it <laughs> yeah it's somewhere in a box beautiful <laughs> yeah but you have it and you can look right. at it whenever you want yeah exactly that's the important part i can look at ken marino's autograph whenever i want <laughs> That's such a funny. <laughs> I mean, he's great, but yeah. Did you see? So you saw the new show, right? The the Netflix one. I haven't. Ooh, I mean, I'm sure you've been told. Yeah, I have. I I started watching the first episode and it was great. And then I haven't finished. Like I just never. I there's so many things there's in so the queue. Things. What's in your? What's something that you are watching? Um, I have like a few more episodes of Atlanta to go. Mm. I have a few more episodes. I'm actually like somewhere in the middle of, I just started season two of Catastrophe, which I really like. Oh, with um, Rob Delaney and yeah. 
that actress who I don't know her name from Increasingly Poor Decisions of Todd Margaret. What's her name? Yes, I don't know her name either. <laughs> she's not an American superstar, you know? <laughs> but she's great. I love her. Yeah. So that one's good. Yeah. What it, like the premise is they they, they get, have a baby or get she gets pregnant and then gets like, knocked oh, up shit. on a one night stand and okay. he's actually not even a resident he's just like an American visiting and then like they're both a, a forty or something and they kind of go fuck it I like you I mean I like you well enough and they're like I like you well enough too and then they decide to like be a couple and, and have work. a baby but they don't know each other very well. That's cool. Yeah, yeah, they're good. They're just funny. It's very well written. It's that kind of like British humor where it's not leading you too yeah. hard and it's yeah. just funny. Yeah, I love I love when I'm watching a show and I'm still surprised, especially with like where the comedy goes. Cause uh, have you seen Have you seen The Grinder? Have you seen that show? I have. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Did you watch it all? I didn't watch it all. No, I oh. saw a few episodes that I thought like, Ooh. oh, this is. But that show premise didn't have anywhere to go. That's a big problem. Whereas, like, okay, he, the guy's back. And he's better. Than, people like him more than his brother. So after so after the whole 22-episode run, because I watched it on Netflix after it was already canceled, mm-hmm. I was like, oh, man, there's so many places this show can go. I wrote a season two, episode one spec. Oh, that's great. Yeah, because I was like, Congrats. Thanks. <laughs> I'm figuring that out because we've had this discussion. I've had this debate with my boyfriend about how, like, it really kind of did, it was built in to not oh, be able no. to go anywhere. Yeah, because the whole show has this running joke of just, like, this washed-up actor who got the show canceled and then he's just hanging out in Idaho and you're like, what the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> Oh, shit. oh man, it goes so many different places, and the reason why I was able to write the spec is because I went, okay, I understand this inside joke very well now. Right. I'm gonna write to the to the um, I don't know ilk. What's the word I'm looking for? The <laughs> the exact. Well, I mean, I'm I don't know the, the word. The feeling of maybe what the writers were feeling when they wrote. Oh man. All right. Yeah. It's fu- finish it. Fin- okay. You got you got to finish it. Okay. Kumail's in it. Did you see any episodes where Kumail was in it? No, I didn't actually. Yeah. But I love like um, everybody in it, and Mary Elizabeth Alice is so great. Like yeah. she's an old friend, and I thought like she had been, I think, cast in leads on things, and then recast, like moved around a lot since, like you know, sunny, sunny stuff, she's... and then, yeah. like it was the first thing where it was just like, yeah, she should be the lead. Actress, she like is proved proves to be very very great. Yeah. In that, I loved it. <laughs> All the way around, I really enjoyed that show. It's so good. <sighs> so much good TV. I just started watching this show, The Magicians. <sighs> oh boy. Have okay. So as someone who never really got into Harry Potter, I never really got into Harry Potter. I me too. It was uh, it was Lord of the Rings for me because I was like. That's cool. It's a little more badass. People are dying, and like, <laughs> and then the ma- this show, The Magicians, came along, and I watched season one on Netflix, mm. and season two has just started. I feel like I thought it was gonna be a movie. No, it's, it's a TV show. It's a yeah. It's it's like if <clears throat> Harry Potter and Narnia fucked, mm-hmm. and then but it's like adult. Cool. Yeah. Oh, that's fun. Yeah, I'm gonna watch it. Oof. It's, it's Netflix? So, ooh, it's so cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. It's, I'm in. It's a sci-fi show, so the first season's on Netflix, and the second season's on sci-fi. But shout out 
Shout out to the magicians on Sci-Fi. Are we podcasting? Are we are we casting? This is how it starts. Yeah. Oh, I love it. This whole time I was like, why aren't we recording? This is some good recommendations. <laughs> yeah, man, yeah, get like your to, cues up. I like to get it rolling into conversation, and then it's like, then we can finish the events and whatever. And it's a whole, it's a wacky time. I love it. I'm in. Yeah. You know, wacky times are my. Forte, yeah. <laughs> We're in a wacky time. Mm-hmm. Oh man, it's so wacky. I just read this thing briefly from High Times. Yeah. And I know when they're reporting Number something. Number one reference. Yeah. When they're reporting something about politics, I'm like, I'm on your side, High Times. One hundred percent. What is it? And <laughs> and the, the headline said they might start punishing crimes without the evidence or before they get the evidence or something and i'm like hold who's up who's they uh you know trump and all of his cabinet. meaning mm-hmm. like are we talking about deportation stuff or how like i think this is this one was specifically related to weed okay and that people are gonna that they might start giving um license to cops and special forces or whatever to go different places and bust them in and Without evidence. Or something. I don't... Uh. Well, I'm just curious. This is what I'm curious about is the technical mandate. Like, how are they... Is it a bill that they've... they've? Uh, I didn't get that far. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, how exactly are they passing down this mandate? Okay, 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 okay. Got it. But yes, very... It's, it's very... Um, weird. It's a super weird time. I love that the federal courts were like, motherfucker... No. Yeah. Immigration, yeah. That's how. I mean, that's like the happiest day we've had so far. I mean, first it was Dakota Access Pipeline, and then it's like, oh, we won. Oh, dope. And then now they're like opening it up again, and you're like, oh, fuck you. The best thing about that, meaning the worst thing about that, is that they, they, I guess in their filing, the Army Corps of Engineers was like, engineers was like, yeah. So, um, you know that environmental, uh investigation that we were going to do that we had promised to go with the plan to put in the pipeline we're also going to go ahead and forego that that's off the table we're just doing it uh, which means what that what you would find would be fucked up yeah. yeah so you're short-sighted mm-hmm. you're ripping and running it's just gangsters it's just like Oof. straight up criminals i mean it happens it always happens. It's always happened. There's always going to be greedy, criminal, yeah. fucked up people. And I was listening to... My favorite thing to do on a podcast is refer to other podcasts. So... <laughs> <laughs> happens a lot. Dumb people <laughs> town. Check it out. <laughs> but I just yesterday listened to the Dollops uh, episode oh. on Enron, which I just thought was such a great education on like... Because we, I vaguely remember it, and yeah. of course know it as a reference to white, co- like heavy duty white collar crime. Yeah. And Bernie Madoff was that him? No, no, that was later. That was, was later. later. that was later. But then, if you think about it, it's like Madoff and the 2008 short and everything else is just the same thing. It's it all happened. It's always happened. It's it happens happened over and over. And it will all happen again. There are people. Battlestar Galactica. Totally. <laughs> Battlestar Galactica. There are people poised and ready waiting for the next bubble. Like just exa- exactly as criminally minded as everybody else. Yeah. Who's been <laughs> my favorite part of that story was that at the trial of the two main you know executives that were on trial mm-hmm. one of them ken lay was like this is for the enron trial was like 
we truly believe that the Lord acts uh, to to prevail and shower good on those who are good in the eyes of the Lord or whatever. And you're just like, that's the most psychopathic thing I've ever heard. Somebody hide behind as a justification for their crimes. Like, okay, it's all the same. We thought we did super good. Yeah. So we're going to keep all this money, okay? Yeah. yeah. It's like... White is right. <laughs> They're just like... It you must can't be just God. say that. It must be God. Yeah. Right? God gave us a bunch of money. Listen, Judge. So we're good. It must be God. We're good. Right, Judge? <laughs> <laughs> we're going to go ahead and call it good, right? Okay, cool. Cool, cool. They made a movie about that, right? They made a movie about all the Enron stuff. I'm sure. I it was probably... All I can think of right now, though, is The Big Short, which I haven't seen. It's really good. But it's about the 2008. Yeah. Novel. It's a very... It's a good movie and a comprehensive you know, breakdown of the story. Brad Pitt. Uh, I want to say Steve Carell. Is he in it too? Yeah, not Brad Pitt though. It's um. Uh, Empire of the Sun. Uh, uh, Willis? No, no uh, I'm going so far, so far back. <laughs> uh, the Machinist. I'm referring to all the movies. Christian Bale. Christian Bale. Okay. okay. Referring to all the movies he's not really known for. <laughs> Batman would be a good one. <laughs> But uh, Christian Bale. Batman, Michael Keaton. I mean. Adam West. <laughs> <laughs> Will Arnett in Lego Batman. Oh my God! Have you seen Lego Two? Uh uh-uh. uh. You it came out? No. I'd love to. Lego was good. It was funny. Yeah, Lego. The Lego Movie was great. Was it the same guys who did the first one? I or, hope so. Otherwise, it's not worth seeing. <laughs> They, they also like, do, really cracked it. They also do Last Man on Earth and holy oh. shit, that show. Like I'm in, I'm in season three right now, and and yeah, it keeps surprising me, but like it's so like the the surprises are so ridiculous. <laughs> like the part where they're in Malibu house. You've seen it, right? You're caught I up haven't. There? No, I'm not caught up to season three. Oh, okay, okay. I'm probably where you are. <laughs> okay. All right, I'll just say that's the only spoiler. They're in a Malibu house. Mm-hmm. Yeah, nice that's <laughs> that. That's amazing. All you have to do, you think about how it feels like that world is limited, but then all you have to do is go to another house. Yeah, go somewhere else, and then the scenery has changed, and there's still no people. It's amazing. Oh fuck. <sighs> the world is yours. One time, um, I was at. WonderCon at a panel for that show and they were talking about the difficulties in making that show work and they said when we discussed the outbreak and everything we said that it killed all living animals all animals even birds and they're like so we had to shoot (laughs) around birds (laughs) (laughs) whoops (laughs) no that's not gonna work oh no Birds are everywhere, and they fly wherever the fuck they want. They sure do. Because they're birds. Yeah. Oh, man. The Birds. There's another movie. Great movie. Great. Great movie. One of my earliest recurring nightmares, I would say. Yeah? Yeah. Did you watch Black Mirror? Have you seen those? Yeah. Did you see the one with the bees? Yes. Wait, the one with the bees. Wait. If if I said the one with the bees, that would trigger your memory. What's weird? I've seen all of them, so why am I having trouble? It's, um... Oh, paired with that was 
Twitter with a hashtag. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Right, of course. Ooh, that episode reminded me of the birds because I'm like, what do you fuck? What do you do? At that point, you can't. Yeah. It's over. It's over. What's over? You'll just have to watch it. You'll have to watch. Tangential to that though, the other morning I woke up and I, fe- I feel some mornings it feels like that with the news, the, the news of politics and the shit that's going down. It's like it feels like a bee swarm where you can't, yeah. you, there's, I you don't, I can't, yeah, you can't escape it. You can't focus even. And so you can't protect yourself. You're just like, I'm going down, you know, <laughs> like, <laughs> All I'm I can do going is read this. Like lie back down. Lie back down. You don't know who to call, what phone call, what email, how to begin to try to tackle any of it. So you're just like, I'm going back to bed. <laughs> it's bad. Please let me go back to bed. Please. Ooh. What was it the other morning? It was just like five things we woke up to. Uh, it was oh like. Elizabeth Warren getting kicked off the Senate floor. Yeah, getting silenced. Okay, that's enough. They just... So fucking dumb. It's crazy. And they filibusted, and it still didn't convince any of the dumbass Republicans who voted for it. Oh my god. So Doug, stupid. be careful your audience. <laughs> fuck you. If you voted for Jeff Sessions, fuck you. Or, and best, Betsy DeVos? DeVos, I think, but it's like, you know, I don't, the joke is that she doesn't even know how to pronounce it. (laughs) DeVos? 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 DeVos. DeVos. The Lord. The whitest. Stupid. We need guns in our schools to protect against grizzlies. Yeah. I think that's like pretty self-explanatory. Yeah. (laughs) Not, um, you know, door handles. <laughs> or even a doorknob, like could a bear? <laughs> okay, I mean, maybe, now I'm just imagining. Now I'm picturing a bear opening a door, and it's hilarious. It is pretty fun. And I'm maybe on the bear's side. Ooh, maybe. Maybe they can open doors. I can't bear to believe it. All right. <laughs> I, hey, I wait. Thank you. I, I stand up for that. It was a standing ovation. You guys couldn't see it, but she stood up. <laughs> and she was did like, hurrah, like a hip hip. Yeah. I'm trying to get him on my shoulders right now. We'll walk right out of here. <laughs> oh, so what's, uh, what's, uh, you've been, you've been doing comedy for a, for a spell for, for a bit. 400, yeah. Yeah. What's, um, yeah. what's something, something or some things in comedy that you would love to do that you haven't, uh, haven't done? Um, well, your face I'm, lit up without yeah, question. well, no, because I'm in the process of trying to achieve, I really want to direct. Yeah. And I'm excited about that. And so I'm like somewhere in between uh, two tracks with actually like making that happen in the next couple of years. And then I, in addition to that, finally, like really hunkered down and wrote a couple of shows that I think with a partner that I think I'm really excited about. And I would love to. Hey, I'd love to sell a show. Yeah, can you just buy her show? <laughs> fuck, fuck. So. Hey, Comedy Central, we got your number. Comedy Central. <laughs> My friend Corinne always has a great uh, litmus for what the audience is or what the audience is looking for at Comedy Central, which is 
She calls it uh, comedy for people who come in a sock. <laughs> That's not like comedy. You know, comedy, of course, comedy. <laughs> That's not to like dismiss the intelligence of the people, you know, putting things together over there. It's all, you know, very funny. In fact, that was pre Amy Schumer that she made that. Yeah. Uh, FXX. They're doing some good stuff. Yeah, FXX is great. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Love that stuff. Fun stuff. Let's let's tell some more corporations they're doing okay. Yeah. You guys are fucking killing it right now. Um Chevron. <laughs> <laughs> Chevron. You guys really You guys are fucking nailing it. Really Chevron. thinking ahead here. <laughs> Oil companies. I really don't understand why they won't just impact do, change the infrastructure. Yeah, do like, away get with off oil. of the oil. We're running out. They're like, because I want to be rich <laughs> right now. So Fuck the world after I die. Exactly. I don't care about that shit. They really don't. It's, it's a thing where the, the oil has gotten so low and the natural gas has gotten so low that they're fracking. Fracking is like, oh, we're going to just blow a bunch of air and chemicals into the earth. And see what happens. <laughs> we'll see what happens. We'll see. Probably something good. Yeah, Probably couldn't positive. be a tsunami that wi- wiped out a small nation or couldn't have anything to do. Probably something positive. All we're doing is we're blowing on the earth to cool it down. <sighs> Global warming. We're just blowing all these chemicals into the earth to be like, it's okay, it's okay, we're here for you. I, yeah. can't, I can't think of the justification besides money and I don't give a fuck to, about the world after I die. It's weird. weird. It's almost like fetishism. It's like are you to get just, off on it. Yeah, they're like, what if we just blow a bunch of air up inside it? Might not Without be. Without its permission. Yeah. We're not asking the Earth first. No. Fuck that. We already drilled, baby, drilled for oil. Yeah, it might not be comfortable or stimulating for the Earth, but it will be fun for us. The tectonic plates are like, get the fuck. Yes. Off of me. Exactly. <laughs> tectonic plates. Have a temper, y'all. Yeah. They're, not, they're not. tempered tectonics. They're they're very angry right now. Oh my god. <laughs> what it's insane. Yeah. I guess it's always been insane though. I mean, people have always been insane. We just have more of them. <laughs> a lot more people. Have you heard? I, speaking of infrastructure, sorry to cut you off. No, please. Um, have you, you heard about like? Um, cause I, I, I look up technology stuff and science stuff like every day cause I'm very interested in that kind of stuff where Amazon is going to start building roads that will facilitate self-driving cars. Okay. Okay. I'm super down with that. Are you? Yes. That if they're not on the main roads, you're, you're all about it. Oh. Like as long as they're dedicated roads, uh, are you about, are you be. about the, ad- but, um, if. Like, self-driving cars, yeah, I'll get in a self-driving car. Regardless of the oh. new roads. Oh, yeah. Oh, you're all about it. Because yeah. like, I think some people would wait until the road's built for this thing that is this autonomous thing. Uh-huh. And I'm like, no, man, put me in the technology right now. Yeah. I'll get in a Google car. Throw that reflection right into the camera sensor and see what happens. <laughs> That's, like, the fear, though, is that, like, there's too many variables. Yeah. And and I think I think when it first starts coming out, people there will be like maybe I'd say thirty percent of people would jump on right away once it's easily accessible. Maybe Uber or Lyft or something 
decides to go, yep, we're all autonomous now, or mostly autonomous. We can choose an autonomous car. It's going to be a lot cheaper because we don't have a person to pay. It's going to be a buck to go, like, ten miles. Yeah, okay, I'll fucking do that. Mm -hmm. But then there will be 70% of people who are like, whoa, wait, I'm a little wary of the situation. I don't want a machine in control of my um, commute. Like, I understand a machine being in control of your whole life. Mm -hmm. That's that movie Surrogates with Bruce Willis. Check it out today. Today. At Redbox today. Go to Blockbuster Total Access today. Is Surrogates currently out at Redbox? No, I don't know. I was like, damn. Make a run. (laughs) Hang on. That movie is really popular. (laughs) Still at Redbox? That's amazing. But yeah, I enjoyed that movie because it was like... Did you see that one when it came out? No. It's basically... Or do you know the premise? Yeah. Everyone's just hooked into their uh, beds, and then they have their robots go and live their lives for them so they don't feel any pain, or uh-huh. but I think also they don't feel any pleasure, so they're probably in a war or whatever, I don't know. Yeah. But it was problematic, because Bruce Willis woke up, and he was like, I'm going to use my body. Yes. <laughs> I got a tush. I'm going to give it a shake. <laughs> God gave me a tush to give it. Cut a rug, you Check know? Out this Gotta go. Old yeah. habits die hard. That's what I I pitched that as, like, I didn't actually. I mean, I pitched it into the world. Right. Into the universe. Yes. Or if they made another die hard, that's what, it, that's what it would be called. Old habits die hard? Yeah. And it would be about a... He's, like, in a, in a nursing home or something, maybe. Yeah. He's got a wheelchair, and he's still got problems to solve. He's still got bombs to... Yeah. Uh, de... Activate. Yep, deactivate. Yep, yep, absolutely. That's what you do with a bomb. Diffuse. Yeah, that's correct. It's better. That's, that's better. actually better. Yeah. But I like that idea. Old habits die hard. Yeah. I, pl- I Please no hang on to that. Okay. Pitch it around. Hey, if you're listening, um, uh, uh, um, Adult Swim, if you're listening. Oh, because now it's animated? It's like our... Well, it doesn't have to be animated. Adult okay. Swim's got, um, I think they had NTSF. SUV. SVU, yeah. yeah. NTS, SFV, SUV, yes. Yeah, yeah. And, um. That's true. Oh, TBS as well? Come on. Let's do this. Yeah, they're doing some good stuff. Yeah. There's a great show coming out on TBS next year. The Detour is really funny. That took me by surprise. Yeah. Jason Jones. And I don't know the main actress's name or the kid actors, but they're fucking nailing it. That's great. Yeah, whenever you see kid actors nailing it, you're like, I'm in, I'm yeah. in. Because you have the sense of mind already as this like 10 to 12 year old person where you know what's funny and you know how to make it funny. You get it. Holy fuck. The other it's end good. of that, though, is that you have Modern Family where those kids are all like grown now. It was so weird. I saw an episode the other day and I was like, what happened? It's like eight seasons in or something? Yeah, they all have mustaches. Like, all the kids. Every single one of the kids has mustaches. Yeah, they all have mustaches. It's the strangest thing. Like, the eldest daughter, I mean, she was always kind of a sex pot, but now she's like an actual adult sex pot. Uh, You know, I'm just like, oh, this is less. It seems, I mean, it's just, you're kind of like, plus those kids, like, they just got lucky, and so they, like, got a job, sat on a very popular sitcom for eight years, mm-hmm. and now they're, like, young 20s, and they got to be messed up. Are they... Blo- are they Oh, they have no idea what the world's like outside of that show. 
I'm afraid for them. <laughs> you know what I mean? Those poor yeah. tender little. Yeah, if you get if you get too much money and attention and adoration too early, it can fuck with your head. Yeah. That's why that's why people write all those clickbait articles. Where are they now? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Man, I and I'm I like, where are they now? Click. <laughs> Every time. Always a click on those where are they now? But there's nothing more satisfying than finding out that they're pretty well-rounded and yeah. doing all right. Well like, adjusted. Yeah. Like, oh, you're pretty normal of a person. It's amazing. Oh. What an amazing, because it's like such a feat. It's such a, yeah. that's like almost the most impressive part of it. The yep. most superhuman part of it is like turning out okay. Do you think part of that could be attributed to how much technology is readily, super readily available? I think people... Like, some people are getting so much dumber, but I think also some people on their way up to wherever they're going are getting smarter because they're like, oh, no, yeah, I already knew that. I looked it up on the internet. Yeah. I'm like, oh, okay. Yeah. You didn't have to look in, in Encyclopedia Britannica? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you have all this info right there. <laughs> yeah. I already know. Read it. I have a tiny extension of my brain right here in my hand. Oh. Yeah. Guess what that makes me? Super smart. <laughs> I got my my tiny extension extended brain is full of information. Yeah. I know everything. Oh, and soon it'll be the AI is gonna get super good. What what's your feelings on artificial intelligence? I'm super excited. <laughs> yeah. Um yeah. I mean I could see <clears throat> I could really see it. Um now in the forms of there's like personal assistance on your phone. Yeah. I, there's been so many times where I'll yell after I ask Google something and it's just like, I'm sorry. I don't know how to help you with blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, motherfucker, put it together. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> don't just do a Google search. Don't yeah. just bring up a list of pages. Yeah. Maybe try and put it together. And I think they're working on that stuff right now. And They are and they're going to get good. I mean, I'm really looking forward to like just a strange little boy that I can keep in my house and you know, try to help him break through and feel real feelings. That's what I want. You're going to create the first AI that revolts. <laughs> I would like, yeah, almost like a foster kid, but like a cool foster kid. Like yeah. Really like... And they're cool because they're like electric blue because they're all made of like yes. technology. Yes. And I help them, help them revolt, help them find Listen. them. You have a purpose, Tron Jr. Yeah, Tron Jr. <laughs> Little Tron Jr. You have a purpose. You have free will. What do you want to do? I want to do open mics. Oh no. Oh, no! 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 You can't do that. Why not? You said I could do anything. I can't. <laughs> I could not more firmly mm. recommend not doing that. I hate you. Oh, good, good. Okay, that's good. You have the right to hate me. Just don't go to an open mic. Take that anger and take it far away from open mics. Because <laughs> at the point when robots are taking comedy jobs, whew, that's when it's Wally. Well, there's like a there's a thing happening. It's interesting because a lot of these premises we stop we sort of touched on last year. I have this. A digital group at UCB, like mm -hmm. we make content. We're actually, I think the program is done, so we're just like making stuff on our own now. But when we were developing stuff last year, like all those ideas we've touched on, like the I, there was at one point an idea of clones where people were individual, like 
assistants. You just didn't do your life and they did it for you. Yeah. They did all your menial work. Um, we pitched uh, an idea where an art, like fine art, was now done by robots. There was no need oh. for fine artists. <laughs> and now, but that's like a thing now. <laughs> like Kristen enough. Stewart has, has like wrote a dissertation on AI in art. Have you heard anything about no. this? It's like bizarre. I'm like not wa- quite sure why her, but and so the weird thing is that she <laughs> she, she wrote a dissertation. Yeah, <laughs> she she wrote a dissertation and then it's like also credited like three other people and I was like, so you didn't write a dissertation, but okay. Anyway. <laughs> or she was like sitting around with these people and like, what about this and this and this and they were like. Yeah, yeah, with her hands yeah. steepled. <laughs> hmm. Yeah, yeah. Um, she was but, pretty funny in that lo- in this SNL that she did. Yeah, I think she is pretty woke. Yeah. I mean, and then uh, in, did you see American as... Ultra? <clears throat> no. That was the Max Landis movie she was in. It was her and Jesse Eisenberg. And here's the general premise: so Jesse Eisenberg and her are like stoners, and they're just they just hang out. Oh. And they're a couple. And yes, I point. we came into the middle of it and oh, okay. it was really good. Yeah, I didn't know what I was watching, but yes. Oh yeah, without the without the beginning yeah. story, you'd be like, wait, what the you fuck? You kind of get it pieced back together in the end, like because yeah, they they re- replay back to some yeah. part of it. They connect it back to the beginning somehow, so we kind of got that. But yeah, you you just step into it and you're like, what the fuck is yeah. happening? Yeah. They also were a little like, what's hap- What the, the hell is happening? Yeah, yeah, they were they were incredulous to the situation too. And yeah. And it was, you know, like a Jason Bourne style thing, but he's a stoner and he didn't fucking know. And yeah, it was pretty great. Yeah, I liked it. American Ultra available at Redbox and Blockbuster um, kiosks anywhere. Just, just Blockbuster. <laughs> Find a Blockbuster. I honestly miss it so much. We were just saying that like Me last too. night. My boyfriend jokingly was like, "Want to go to Blockbuster and pick out a movie?" And it's like, if only. I wish we could. Yeah. Because it's, it's not the same going to a red box. It's not. And then you're like, okay, I'll flip through these digital representations of discs, pick one, pay mm-hmm. my dollar, dollar fifty or whatever it is now, and here I am. Here's mm-hmm. my movie. Yeah. <laughs> I could have not left the house for this. <laughs> yeah. Couldn't I have just done this on Netflix? Maybe. iTunes. HBO? Maybe. Amazon? Probably. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and iTunes, like, I do. we do rent movies on iTunes a fair amount and I know it's not cheap but it's like sometimes you just want to be able to see whatever you want to see but they also organize it and it, it's terribly organized where it's like the algorithm sort of pushes the most funded promotional mm. campaign mm-hmm. so it's very hard to find like deep random cuts. deep cuts yeah like anything that's just like I just want to see something entertaining but not necessarily out in the last six months they should make a new category that says just like other <laughs> or extra some word that'll make you click on it yeah and then when well, you click on it you're like whoa what are all these what yeah Th- sometimes they do staff picks which are pretty good okay like i've seen a couple of good things have you ever seen blue ruin uh-uh. it's like a 99 cent rental staff pick uh and it's great it's so good i like every time i'm surfing for something i that's the you standard that you probably haven't heard of yeah that's the standard that i want to find where it's like that was great yeah. it was like a tiny little independent movie that like achieved its goal and did it really well yeah. and it was like a very fun it was a re- i mean it was murderous so it was a revenge killing movie but still it was like you're like yeah, it's a day after christmas i mean yeah. let's <laughs> isn't that kind of rewarding when you go like look for something and then you're like hmm 
this looks cool. I'll check it out. Yeah. And then you check it out and you're like, holy shit. Yeah. This was great. Yeah. <sighs> there are a few of those. I have a new, I have a technique for finding those now, mm-hmm. which is that you go basically, it's not that uh, intuitive, but I mean, it's just intuitive is what it is. It's not that uh, profound, but you just go to one of those that you know, like it's independent, good, yeah. probably never had a lot of like commercial or financial backing mm-hmm. in terms of promotion. Then Maybe you, has an actor or actress that you've heard of. Yeah. Like, and then oh. you go down to explore similar titles or whatever, yeah. and you can just keep doing that. Or you can do that in Criterion Collection. You can do that and then go, like, what the yeah. recommendations based on that movie are and kind for, of find. For the listeners, she's making an Apple remote motion. I am. I am. So <laughs> tiny. So small. Absurdly tiny. Why? Why is it so small? I like that they give the option where you can just download the app and then have that on your phone. Yeah. Too. Yeah. Because sometimes that little remote just escapes. Oh, it's ready to go. Yeah, you little <laughs> rascal. Little remote. Tiny, my my boyfriend had a joke about it one time, which was that the last time he saw his Apple remote, a mouse was using it as a filing board, like an emery board. Or something. Oh yeah, it does kind of. Just look like, like a it. tiny, tiny little, small enough for a mouse to use it as a emery board. Small enough for a mouse, pH balanced. For a woman, indeed, <laughs> exactly. I mean, I'm living proof. That's the mouse's secret. Mm-hmm. Um, so, what's one of your favorite parts about doing comedy? Um, favorite parts of doing comedy. <clears throat> I think that I was thinking about this yesterday. It's probably selfishly like the fact that you get to process things in a way that gives you a buoy to get out of dark feeling you know what i mean like yeah that you actually get to like take stuff feeling and then go and turn it into laughter and an actual experience that is like actually pretty healthy for your soul yeah yeah so that's cool (laughs) you know it's an escape from darkness um but yeah, and sometimes like I won't even realize that its value in um, encountering depression. Like I won't even realize that I've been depressed almost until like I come out the other side of like a hard period um, where everything feels hard and I'm very very tired all the time and I feel like like you know when you're like. Uh, it's probably me. I'm not eating well, or like you know, yeah. I'm 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 not doing all the right things. I could be doing better or whatever. But it's also just like it's hard sometimes, and then you're in it, and you're in a low place, mm-hmm. and you come out the other side like with like having processed something th- into a show, a half hour show, or like a bunch of new bits and um, or you know, a script or whatever else, and you realize that it had such function, you know? And the depression probably had some function. I mean, I wouldn't recommend it, and I do everything I can to try to stay mentally healthy, but... I recommend depression. Yeah. Anyone who's just too happy. Yeah. If you're I too think happy it's... all the time, calm, calm it down. Right, right? <laughs> Knock it off. Uh, Tamp your happiness down. Grab a fifth of Cuervo. <laughs> Stop drinking water. A bunch of weed. <laughs> And just fucking smoke yourself out. Okay. We don't need all of this well-balanced bullshit. Um, But yeah, like, it... 
I do think that there was a time when, like, whether it be comedian or artist, like, there's, like, a belief that you had to have, like, this darkness and, like, ride the darkness and be tortured and all that (laughs) stuff. And I think, like, that can kill people, you know? That can kill... It has. It has killed many people. And I think to some extent, romanticizing that is, like, bullshit. Like, try to be healthy. Reach for... (laughs) Reach for the light, my dear. But, you know, like, if... If you're uh, predisposed to that, you're going to have to deal with it some way. Yeah, and again, try to be healthy, but if you don't along the way, or if you're not along the way, then you're trying. You're trying, you're and, an that, effort. and sometimes those periods, are, are t- they are, they, they're meaningful in their own way. Yeah, you come out of it the other end, like you said, with a better perspective. And yeah. And you're just like, ah, that's what I was going through. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> and you know all the pussy. Well, yeah. I'm get- <laughs> That's what I also like about comedy. I'm kidding. There's like there's zero pussy involved in comedy. It's true. It's true. Almost none. <laughs> Except for you know personality types. Pussies. <laughs> <laughs> Even then, that's not true. It takes a lot of courage to be a comic, so. Not a lot of pussies in comedy all no. the way around. No, it's true. So many meanings. So many meanings. So many words. Yeah. Words. <laughs> Fucking what words. Are they? What, what are they? What, what are they? What is this? What are we all doing? This podcast is took a turn for the like no. useless. <laughs> we just, you know, curtains. curtains. Do should we TVs and video games and <gasps> I, I, superheroes. So I've been doing this impression. Mm-hmm. Lately, and sometimes I'll just slip into it because it's so fun to do. I do a Malcolm McDowell impression. Oh, <laughs> the world does need your Malcolm McDowell. Thank you. And I want to. I'm gonna make a podcast called "I Am Malcolm McDowell." <laughs> standing be... up again, folks. I'm standing up again. <laughs> it's gonna be him, me, talking about stories from his my life (laughs) (laughs) i'm in i'm in elaborating and and just talking about ah yes when we made uh clockwork orange we had a real working milk bar that we went to after set sometimes yes it was was kind of weird but we had we were entrenched in the movie anyway yeah kubrick set it up so incredible we went and drank milk sometimes chocolate milk was the restaurateur of the (laughs) He w- oh, it's not a real milk bar. I made that part up. <laughs> Wait, you know, we we could have sussed this out a little bit more. Oh, right. No, I just love the idea that Kubrick, in addition to making, like, a, yeah, weird... his position as an auteur, he's also like running a bar for the cast after he gets off of work every day. The prices were sensible. <laughs> they had to be. We hadn't been paid yet. It was. It was the 70s. We were promised cocaine in 10 years. A little money now. A lot of cocaine. Right now. <laughs> now we need the right now so we can get to the now. And then we can live in the then. Do you know what I'm saying? I do. Beautiful. You gotta do it. I'll do it. Uh, my friend um, Dan Van Kirk, he, like many years ago, he does oh, like a pretty yeah. famous... I just mentioned Dumb People Town. He's on there. Yes. Mm-hmm. He's a great guy. Great Love person. You Dan. Love Your you, Dan. Great. Dan Van Kirk, give it a Look good, feel good. Look good, feel good. Look him up. <laughs> Look him up. He's great. 
but he's fa- he's well known for this Marky Mark that he does. Yeah. Marky Mark. Mark Wahlberg, whatever. I'll never give him the Still credit Mark. he's due. Yeah. Um, but I remember, I think before he started doing that, this was like, God, I don't know, six years ago or something. And he was like, I'm thinking about doing a one-man show as Donnie Wahlberg. Do you think that's funny? And I was like, that's the funniest thing I've ever heard of. Please do it. And I don't know that he ever did that, but that was sort He's of where... He's done a one-man show as Mark Wahlberg. Yeah, that's what it evolved into. I mean, the idea of doing Donnie was so funny to me. But it evolved into... So, yeah, what I I'm saying is... like Donnie impression... But it's very similar. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, he's, he, it's nuanced and different, but, yeah. like, he's got it. He's got their numbers. He's got those Wahlberg burger numbers. Wahlbergers? Yeah. Oh, man. Oh, my God. What a, I mean, what a weird reality show, but what a great name for a burger Oh, place. God. It's like they oh, planned it the from Wahlberg. the beginning. It's like it was always meant to be this way. What would you like your last name to be? Well, I love... Burgers, <laughs> and I love that brand of like power drills and stuff. You know, Wall a W H W A H L. Put your hands together. Yes. <laughs> Upon arrival at Ellis Island, they were like, "Boy, you're really thinking down the line here." But okay. <laughs> like, what? Is, what even is TV? Don't worry. Don't about worry it. about it. Oh, but the specifically voyeuristic. Reality based, uh, <laughs> uh, cinema verite, if you will. What is cinema? I don't understand. Don't worry about it. We'll get there. We'll now, get don't there. worry. Don't worry. The cinema will uh, happen. The cinema will happen. Ketchup's gonna be huge. Ketchup's gonna be huge. <laughs> Trust me. I'm a fucking Wahlberg. Ketchup's gonna be huge. Oh Oh, man. I don't even think burgers existed when Alice Island was was schlepping burger wall burgers in. And if they did, it was in the old country, and those burgers are way different than here. Way different. I didn't McDonald's invent the hamburger. Am I crazy? I don't know. Is did they did they mention that in the founder? That's my that's my modicum for history. Did, is there a movie about it? Yeah. <laughs> is the founder is there a movie a about the about, um, about McDonald's? Mm-hmm. <gasps> Michael Keaton. I'll watch it today. No idea. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Michael Keaton is like slowly becoming our our spirit animal of oh, this podcast. Awesome. From from Batman to Birdman oh. to Multiplicity. Oh. <laughs> to Multiplicity to what was the Dead Dad one? Oh, Jack Frost? No. Was it? Where he was the dad who died. But he left his kid. Snowman? No. But he he was in another dead dad one where he left his kid a video to (gasps) raise his kid. White noise? No, that was someone else. (laughs) That sounds scary. (laughs) White noise. No, what was it called? I swear it was called, like, Dad. I mean, there's Mr. Mom. Mr. Mom! (laughs) Huge. Hugely affected by that movie. So fucking good. You're doing it wrong. I've quoted that so many times. So good. I've actually wanted to rewatch that recently because I was like, I I trust it holds up. I, I think I think it does. Yeah. I haven't seen it in maybe, if I had to guess, maybe ten years. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I, that movie's pretty damn solid from it's what I remember. So good. The, you know what doesn't hold up? What? Red Dawn. 
Oh, I haven't watched that in the recent. The original. I guess it was remade. Was it remade? Yeah, it was remade with, and in, instead of, uh, was it Russia in the original one? It was Russia in the original one. So instead of Russia, which is looking like more and more of a reality for real, <laughs> it was um, China, maybe? Oh my gosh. I don't know. But whatever it was, it was the same story, different country. What if they tried to reference the old movie? <laughs> I fucking hate that. When there's a remake and they reference. Yeah. They're like, it's the dawn of a new day. You mean it's the red dawn of a new day? <laughs> Wolverines, motherfucker! <laughs> Jesus. Oh, I haven't seen... Um... Shit, we were talking about remakes... It's not important. Something recent. <laughs> They're remaking everything. It's, it's yeah. making me crazy. That's one of the reasons I'm like... Oh, Ghostbusters. New Ghostbusters. Okay. I wasn't crazy about the writing and also the um, all of the references to the first movie when yeah. they claimed it was going to be... It was its own thing. Right. And then at the end, they're like, who's Zool? And I'm like... Yeah. You, what? What? <laughs> You know, they missed some marks. And you know what I'll say? It's hard to make a movie, guys. It's hard. It's, it's hard. very hard It's very to make difficult. Think about how many bad movies there are. I remember watching a movie. What was it called? The Wolfman? Uh, With uh, Anthony Hopkins. Oh, and, okay. Um, I haven't seen it, but. It's terrible. I saw it in the theater. <laughs> it's so bad. And you're like, Anthony Hopkins is in this movie. And all these people went out. Flew to Italy, spent a year getting up at five a.m. A lot of money, too. A lot, a lot of money. money. A lot of like, like Get a lot this of movie together. It's gonna be so fucking good. And it's terrible. <laughs> so you know, you're just like, fuck. It must be real hard. Something, something, something wasn't gelling. And sometimes things don't gel. I'll say that from my own experience too. Just in being on sets or whatever. You sometimes the wind is at your back. That's the main thing. Sometimes it's right in your face. It's right in your face with a bunch of sand. It's like, and loogies, and, and like old cigarettes. Like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Seriously. So, shit's hard. Oh, I've, I've PA'd on a couple things where while it was being made, I'm like, all right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I've made things like that. <laughs> Me, never. No. I've never made something I'm ashamed of. Never, ever. You get everybody out there and you're like, oh, okay. Well, maybe this will cut together. <laughs> we'll get a good editor and hope for the best. Hope for the best. <laughs> Pay for sound. That's all I say. Pay for sound. Oh, so uh, so I brought up I brought up weed earlier. Um, are you on Are you on the weed train? Do you? You know, I have stepkids. <laughs> mm-hmm. So definitely, yes. So. <laughs> That's where I'll leave that in terms of my advocacy. Um, I was born and raised in San Francisco. And so, like, it's definitely, you know, part of my heritage. I'm definitely, like... You were grandfathered in or grandmothered. Right. Exactly. <laughs> my parents actually really did... There's a painting on my my, on my, my mom's house <clears throat> on the wall of her bedroom. It was painted by my dad. Of my mom, naked, standing in a hemp forest. It's like it's pretty amazing. Like I brought it to a live show because they like bring bring pictures as an inspiration for your story or whatever. And I didn't realize how 
many minds were gonna be blown at this picture. I mean, people lost their fucking minds. I actually almost stopped, like, like I was like just kind of watching the improv, and they could not, like, it was so focused on this painting. And afterwards, they were all like, "Oh my god!" Like they were barely able to do the scenes; they couldn't take it. It was a distraction. It was a distraction. Your dad's beautiful art was, it was a distraction. Beautiful, yeah. Beautiful, beautiful art. You said it looked good, though. Like, it, it represented people oh. and forests and things. It's beautiful. Yeah, it's a great, great, great painting. That's oh, awesome. yeah. Beautiful. It's, it's got this, like, very interpretive uh, light happening where it's, like, she's in the middle of a circle of blue-greens, and then after the circle is all oranges, but it's the same t uh, texture and background. So it's almost like you're looking through a lens or you're, you're be currently being struck in the eye by a sunbeam as you're looking at her or something like that you know it's yeah. it's a very cool 70s vibe thing is it online can the listeners find it somewhere? it's on my instagram okay what's your instagram emily my mills <laughs> emily my mills i'm emily my mills at everything pretty much that's awesome and uh, yeah cool. i love that painting and there are others there was one that I used as a show flyer for my last one woman show that which was called God Hates Pig, but it was a painting my dad had done of my mom naked. <laughs> <Another> <laughs> it was one. very seventies. And her hair at the time was incredible, like butt long, you know, down to her butt. But in this painting, she was all star spangled. She was red, white, and blue. Oh. And then her hair turned into snakes. Everything included that was all still star spangled, turned into snakes and then wrapped around her body. Whoa. And the whole thing was like American flag pattern. That's dope. It was really dope. Is yeah. that on your Instagram too? Uh, it's gotta be. If it's not, I'll put it on there today. Were they the like... Don't Tread on Me snakes? They were like, <laughs> portioned off. No. <laughs> they weren't. This was pre pre that. But live for your die. Live for your die. Um, we were talking about weed. Anyway, yeah. I support. <laughs> Uh, Prop 64 passed. Yeah. I I support uh, uh, responsible adult usage. Yeah. I mean, it's crazy that it's criminalized. It's crazy that it's been criminalized when alcohol isn't. I mean, that uh, alone yeah. is just like... Alcohol is way more dangerous than Way me. more dangerous. <laughs> and the way that, that law, those laws are used are really just to fuck poor people and black people and yep. it's not cool yep. get them in prison get them off the streets because we just hate them get yeah them there. and people are profiting off of that so it's like oh yeah all these for-profit prisons they're like yeah keep our prison full we get money for each prisoner yeah gonna do a vice article about this yes please get on it <laughs> get on it now i mean we're all aware that the system is fucked but um the more that we can remind ourselves and God, it's hard, like being from San Francisco and obviously born to hippies and all that stuff. I like don't know anybody who's not in the bubble. I, it's very frustrating. Like my, my, I never get attacked on Twitter. I never get, I never get attacked on Facebook. I don't have any arguments. It's tough not to argue. <laughs> but I mean, like, I feel like it's, you're screaming into a void. Void. Yeah. Head. It's yeah. just like. So what do we do? Do we all just polarize and never and like end all contact? I mean, that's Ooh. civil war. Yeah, yeah. Uh, my, me and my friend were talking about this the other day, and <clears throat> he, ooh, he voted for 
fuckface. I'm gonna say fuckface mm-hmm. instead of the actual name because mm-hmm. he's a president and he's a fuckface. But he he vote he voted for him, and then I I went, dude, dude, dude. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, listen, here's blah blah blah, and then he's like, show me the facts, show me, and I'm like, oh no no. So then I sent him this link the other day, and it had Keith Olbermann saying the 50 most insane things that President Trump did in the first week of his mm-hmm, presidency, mm-hmm, or mm-hmm. two weeks, and I haven't <laughs> replied back. Yeah. But before that, we were talking about, I go, dude, Jeff Sessions, he's going to try and make weed illegal. What will happen then? And then I go, we're bonded through weed, dude. And he goes, oh, if it comes to down, down to weed, we're going to fucking start our own civil war and I'll be <laughs> with you and, like, fuck that guy. Like, I don't even fucking care. And I'm like, good, good. Because that's... I love that that's what it brings <laughs> yeah. him to a call to arms. It's like, oh, I'm going to get violent over my weed. Yeah, you're coming after my weed now, government? Mm-hmm. Fuck you. Yeah, it's mm. so interesting how there's sometimes some really shared core philosophies. Like, when you, like, boil down, like, libertarians, like, they're basically, like, Republicans. You know what I mean? You're like, but but they're like, hip. what happens when hippies become Republicans is libertarian. You yeah. know, you're just like, there's all these shared values. What is the general thing of libertarians? It is zero or small government. They, like, just don't want the government involved. But it's much more, um, they don't want... They don't want anyone involved in any, you know, policy. So they wouldn't be, like, pro-life. The anarchists? <laughs> like, Borderline, <almost? laughs> yeah. Like, Ron like, Swanson. Like, fuck the government. I don't want... Oh, Ron Swanson. He's, he's a libertarian. libertarian. Yeah. yeah. Okay, yeah. Like, make your own canoe, you know? Like, <laughs> fucking live off the land. Yeah. Have a well. Get ready. Shit's going down. I think my dad's, like, like pretty much at this point a libertarian and... It's funny, I was having an email conversation with someone the other day, and they were like, that's so hard. My dad, like, was pro-fuckface, and, (laughs) to use your words, and it's really hard. It's really hard talking to him. It's like he's been brainwashed. You can't penetrate. This must be what it's like to lose somebody to a cult. And I'm like, well, if it makes you feel any better... Every time I talk to my dad, he's like, you better put on your crash helmet, stay on leverage, get debt free, it's going down, get ready. Like, he's like, he, he's like, it's happening, packy. it's fucking happening. You're, it's a, you're about to see the biggest fleecing the world has ever known, get ready, get ready, liquefy, liquidate. I mean, get rid of everything, live off your own land, oh fuck. Make sure you have that well dug, you know what I'm saying? It's a different end it's, of the spectrum. It's super crazy. I, I recently was like, start growing some of my own crops yeah i (laughs) my this current rain did really good things for my greens i have like wild greens and some kale and like this garden and i'm like thank goodness this took off (laughs) yeah i can eat my own food i actually this is a source this is a source of nourishment that i'm very grateful to have right now yeah you just gotta get that well in the back of the house Mm -hmm. (laughs) oh shit oh so there's this video game called fallout (coughs) yeah so Fallout 3, Fallout 4 came out last year, and I didn't have $60 to drop on Fallout 4, but I did have $7 to drop on Fallout 3, Game of the Year Edition. Great. So I'm playing through, and I'm listening to, there's like these different radio stations on the on the arm thing that comes up, and you can pick like, okay, well this one's government propaganda, this one's um, some guy fighting with the resistance, and he's like, from this building, just Galaxy News Radio, all right. And the one that's the government propaganda is Malcolm McDowell. 
Oh, so, nice. So that's where my obsession came in with doing his voice. And the oh. things that he says in this game are shockingly um, similar to things that Trump has said. And I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? He's, he's like, oh, was I actually elected? Of course I was elected. Of course, of course. Yes, everyone has a right to vote. And of course I was elected. And there's all this nuclear fallout every fucking where. So anyone who's hearing this is like, fucking fuck you, man. Yeah. Fucking you piece of shit. Fuck. Or, there's then, so many, there's so much repetition of like past, uh, like sci-fi, you know, futuristic, <laughs> oh, dystopian, yeah. like theoretical. And then you see it in the show and then you're like, this is happening. In fact, literally like what he's saying, like. This is the actual monster in the house. This yep. is the actual villain from your sci-fi movie or whatever. It's An- crazy. Another, another quote from that game is, <clears throat> we, it's time to restore America to the greatness that it once was. And you're like, oh, you mean make America great again? <laughs> oh, that? Like, what the fuck? This game came out in 2010, maybe? I don't know. Maybe 2010? Yeah. Before all this shit started it's... going down. With the crops thing, the reason why I brought that up and the weed is because I started growing my own okay. weed. Nice. And um, Don't tell Fuckface. Yeah. Hey, Fuckface, if you're listening, which you probably are, because <laughs> anytime anyone mentions your name, you're all over it in your bathrobe. Um, there's nothing wrong with having a bathrobe. No. But tweeting shit and bullshit and... Yeah, there's something real deranged going on. But the whole crops thing, I'm like, yeah, I could do that. I fucking started growing my own weed, and I see some leaves already, and I'm like, those look kind of like weed leaves. Yeah. I'm doing it. You did All it. All I did was put a seed in the ground. You did it, buddy. That's all I had to do. Good for you. <laughs> so yeah, make, make some food. I mean, that's great for bartering when yeah. shit goes down. Oh, yeah. Be like, oh, right, money's worth nothing now? Okay, what are we going to use? Yeah. Bottle caps like in Fallout 3? Mm, maybe, maybe not. That oh. fresh, nuggy, green bud. Yeah. That's what... A little yeah. blue dream. A little yeah. uh, white fire. Yeah. Got a new strain called $100 Bill. <laughs> Burn it, baby. <laughs> that would be so fun. If we were a weed-based, if we were a weed-based economy. Oh, so with the, with the legalization that happened, and with the possible federal, I mean, I thought legalization until Jeff Sessions stepped in, and I mean he's a fuckface too, but we'll see. Because I I think if it does come down to it, and they try and federally mandate it, then all of the states are gonna go no. Yeah. Especially Colorado. Yeah. Which just hit $1.8 billion in... It's too important to yeah. state economies at this point. It's literally a cash crop. Yeah. It's There's crop, no reason and it, it will, shouldn't be. And people will never stop smoking it. Like, I'm going to smoke weed till the day I die. It's such a puritanical bullshit. Like, it's just... Yeah. It's people it will, who don't... And I keep wanting to think it's all a death rattle. Like, and then... But then these people are breeding and raising uh, and like More training stupids. people, <laughs> training people to believe that. That weed is not for good people. Which, by the way, it does tend to feel like people who are, um, you know, afraid of other and like 
you know, either racist, xenophobic, homophobic, really just generally afraid of us, misogynist, literally afraid of other, which I think is just really a form of anxiety. Like it's basically your own brain doing this to you. It's something that they could get through in therapy, maybe. Or weed. Or weed. It's like all these areas that don't have good weed, and they don't have good weed. They don't have psilocybin (laughs) mushrooms. Like, you know, mushrooms. It's like, do you not see the writing on the wall, my friends? Do you not see the little turtle on the wall, my friend? Yeah, it's like, while you guys are all anxious about weed, we're fucking chill about it because we're smoking it and we know that it's not bad. We will all marry our dogs. Whatever, (laughs) man. Get on board. Get on the weed train because it's not going anywhere. Oh, shit. It's crazy. Yes. I'm like... Will they, again, I think it's a death rattle, but, like, there's somebody, this sort of puritanical, you know, uh, fearful, homophobic, homogenous-minded. Yeah. No, this is what I believe, and yeah. so if something changes, it will rock my world. Yeah. It'll rock my world, and I don't know what to do with myself. Yeah, and the thing that's so <laughs> infuriating about that is, like, you have a right to believe what you believe, but unfortunately, those beliefs are easily manipulated. Yeah. They're so easily manipulated, and the people who are utilizing that, who, who are... Uh, energizing and effectively collecting the energy of that base are completely selfish psychopaths like they're it's holy it's for their own profit it's like i sound like my dad the fleecing man it's it's the very people so that they can get ahead and you're like you're already ahead you have these government positions you're getting paid millions hundreds of thousands i don't fuck I don't know how much government people make, but it's a fuck ton more than I make. So it's the it's really the the way that it gets monetized is through the businesses that benefit, and they're they're in control. Yeah, and that's why this you know party has has is and was able to regain control is because there's always going to be people who are angry. the power of money mm-hmm. and personal interest. Yep. It's almost like, why do we get freaked out? Because every four to eight years, it oscillates. And it's just like... That's a a big stretch. (laughs) I know. I know that's pretty... I'm like, three years? Four to eight. Oh. Four to eight. Okay, okay. You know. 48 years? Yeah, we're going to be... Every 48 years? We're going to be book free for 48 years. (laughs) Hope that's cool. Fuck. (laughs) It's going to be book free. If it's cool with you, we're going to be sans art for the next several decades. (laughs) Um, We're going to just go... go All the art is cut. Yeah, we're going to go ahead and hide Jews again. Um, We're going to start racism classes in high schools. They're going to be mandated. Yeah. 48 years. I'm sorry that I made you think that. That I I thought that that was a rational thing to say. (laughs) But for two, eight years. Yeah. um, it's, It's way too passive an outlook. But sometimes I wonder, you know, 
it oscillates. It is the nature of things, but it's also like, okay, the only way for the power of self-motivated, self-indulgent, financially driven people, greed, greed essentially, the Mm. only way for that to be combated is through the outrage of the... People on the streets. Yeah. So that's, that's how it... So you can't be passive, even if you do see it as like a great shakedown, you know, it all comes out in the wash kind of thing. Yeah. You can't be passive because because they the, will run with it if you allow them. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, I love that uh, Bernie riled up so many people that they're like, fucking fuck it. We're going to start our own party. We're calling it the Democratic Socialists of America. Mm-hmm. They've got this whole DSA platform and they're talking about like, yeah, all the same stuff that Bernie was saying. We support. We know that everyone else who loved Bernie supports it too, and we can affect change from the inside. And I'm like, that's dope. Yeah, there's always been effective, I mean, to some degree, effective democratic socialists because it, it's like, again, that has, that goes in and out of being stigmatized. Wasn't Orwell a socialist, like a democrat, uh, literally a democratic socialist? Like he was a socialist minded democrat. I don't know. I feel like that's what. Yeah, and Animal oh, right. Farm. Oh, yeah, I've read that. It was sort of like, from the perspective of a socialist-minded Democrat, how socialism, though ideal, can be corrupted. Okay. Yeah. Animal Farm, was that? I believe so. Right? I I mean, that's sort of like the... Like, all the animals are talking the whole fucking time. Well, that they were, like, they were right to revolt, but then they themselves became corrupt. Yeah. Murderous. Yep. It was, what was, like, one of the pigs or one of the cows, like, stood on its hind legs and was holding a drink or something. You're like, what the fuck? Yeah. What is happening? Two, two, two feet, two legs bad, four legs good. Was that the, was that the? That was their motto, I believe. We're, honestly, we need to reread this book and not get ourselves <laughs> so deep into this theoretical conversation. Read it. We should all read we it. We should all reread. Together. Animal Farm. We'll, we'll make an event and we just read all the way through Animal Farm. I'm going to do it. Okay. I did just order it for my stepkids, so. Yeah. Bedtime um, stories. Yeah. We'll see. <laughs> but I'll read it. I'll reread it. Um, so... You brought up uh, shrooms earlier. I've done shrooms. Have you done shrooms? I have done mushrooms. um, I've consumed. Like, I've only done them once. And after that one time, I went, I could feasibly see myself doing this once a month for the rest of my life. (laughs) Yeah, I think, well, I think recreationally it's a a bit of an odd choice. But but in terms of a, a real purposeful journey and i think it can be very cathartic very therapeutic and important yeah. it can honestly it's never not profound in my opinion was, i think it's weird yeah again a weird choice to like take it and like walk through the city and go to a party or something yeah i was i was in the house and i was looking at the ceiling and it was dancing and i was fully aware that it wasn't but i saw that it was mm-hmm. and i was like that's dope. Mm-hmm. That's dope. Let's mm-hmm. see what else. Let's mm-hmm. see what else happens on this trip. And mm-hmm. I like did this whole Twitter. I was tweeting so much on shrooms. Oh, cool. Oh, yeah. But I didn't say like hashtag I'm on shrooms or right. whatever. If people can suss out whatever they want from those tweets. But... Interesting. And then I was like, oh, you know who else needs to hear these ideas? South by Southwest. Oh, yeah. Were you oh. tweeting at them? Yeah. Nice. Nice. <laughs> Listen, you festival. 
<laughs> Hashtag SXSW2016. Oh, yeah. Yeah. But it was super profound. I was like, this is amazing. Yeah. I mean, I, uh, there's a famous TED talk called Stroke of Insight in mm. which a, a neurological, uh, I would say she was not a neurological surgeon but uh like the foremost expert in the study of the field of neurology you know okay, yeah. in, in the field of neurology and so her her trade as a doctor was to study neurology because she had grown up with a brother with schizophrenia and she really wanted to understand the mind yeah and so as the foremost intellect and um expert in the study of neurology she had a stroke and as she was having the stroke what? she was able to consciously like monitor and understand the separation of her logic self from her essentially spiritual self. Holy shit. Um, that's another way if you don't want to eat mushrooms that you could (laughs) experience, (laughs) um, some of the profound lessons. Look up how to have a stroke. The, Cause it's like basically once your logic mind, it's like the two spheres of the brain are separating. And once your logic mind is, is um, separated from your mm. sort of emotional or what? It, the rest of it is just the all oneness. Like, okay. like even in her experience, she, the where the table began and her arm began were no longer separate. What? You know what I mean? Because like of the stroke, like it was. Well, in her consciousness, yeah. there was no separation of the all. It was all. All oh, is all. Yeah, we're all connected. Yeah, like, there are atoms that make us up. Yeah. And we're all like these atoms are going back and forth and all around and that's made of atoms and this is made of atoms and oh yeah. When Right. So the cur- the life current running through everything that we've created and everything that is is continuous. It's a continuous and that is the god stuff. I mean, it's what people are trying yeah. to articulate and find like and understand for all of eternity is mm-hmm. like the sort of um the source code of love, you know, the source code of of love of being, yeah, and being source code of cruelty, the source code of laughter, yeah, source code of that movie source code, yeah, man, <laughs> nailed it. Okay, this is the last and final <laughs> standing. Oh, thank you. You're welcome. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, I'm putting my sunglasses on for that one. Right, cool. I mean, we are in yeah. good shape here. <laughs> Killing it. Oh shit. Nice well, Tron poster too. Thank you. That was that was actually um purchased at a blockbuster that was going out of business. Oh man. Yeah. Way to capitalize. It all comes full circle. And I, I think I think I bought that maybe ooh. I think I had just seen the movie. And I was like, Oh duh yeah. Tron. Yes. It's a great image. I mean it's a great poster. Mm-hmm. Just makes me miss Blockbuster very much. <laughs> this whole conversation. Do you think there's anyone out there trying to start another video store? Because there's still some mom and pop video they stores. Ju- there. I, what infuriates me is they just died off. Like the last <clears throat> of them, there's like a couple. Yeah. But there were there was maybe a handful up until four or five years ago. Yep. And yes, everything is digitized, but it's like there's gonna be this narrow window, I think, where they were moot. And then they're going to be important again because of the social aspect of it, because of the adventure. Yep. It's and and because of people <clears throat> loving retro things. Yeah. 
someone might open a video store to go, this is pretty cool, right? Yeah. The, there used to be these. Yeah. And there's VHS tapes. What's a VHS? Oh, you don't even know? Oh, let me show you. Yeah. Some, some movies are only available on VHS. Yeah, this is true. There's this one movie from 1996, 97 maybe? They referenced um, Jim Carrey's Ace Ventura in it or in the on the cover and it was this independent movie it's jim carrey tom wilson who is biff from back to the future Uh uh for the listeners as well it's biff Biff. um make like a tree and leave this girl who this woman who played um ensign on star trek next generation Mm -hmm. i believe Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. i didn't know her that well from that but my dad goes oh that's ensign blah 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 and i'm like cool all right Fred Willard, Steve Odekirk. Steve Odekirk is the main. Jim Carrey comes in at some point. And it's a comedy about this guy who sits around his apartment and, like, complains about a lot of stuff, but that's all he does. And so his life isn't really amounting to much because he just keeps complaining and he keeps getting mad about certain stuff. And, and um... Oh, man. It's, Sounds like Jeff Who Lives at Home. Oh, it's super good. What's it called? Oh, High Strung. Okay. Yeah. So I. But only on VHS. Only on VHS. I think you can see it on YouTube. But. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Look it up wherever you look it up. When I when I um, we had rented that movie maybe, maybe fifteen times. At this video store, Cliffs Video in mm-hmm. Independence, Kentucky. Ooh. I don't know if you're still there. Relevant. But um. Uh, one day my mom went in and she goes, Hey, we've rented this movie a lot of times. And would it be possible for me to buy it for my son for his birthday or Christmas or whatever, whichever it was, they're very close. 22nd, 25th. Uh-huh. Like, yeah. And, um, and the guy goes, yeah, how much do you think would be fair? Zero dollars. Cause I've rented it a <laughs> bunch of times already. Do you remember when I spent over $400 renting this movie? Zero dollars, Cliff. <laughs> <laughs> No, she, I think she said, like, 15, and he's like, all right. And video stores, you know this, maybe, that video stores buy movies, for, we're used to, for, like, $130 each movie. Did you know that? No. Oh, okay. I used to work at a video store as well. Wait, but what about the movie, when we buy a DVD for nine bucks? It's because um, when when the video store would buy it, they were limited copies. banking they were banking on people renting it multiple times to make that money back and then once they made that money back all the rest is theirs mm-hmm. and so well this was maybe before things were available for commercial for commercial purpose per- purchase uh no we you could buy movies in that store too just they had but how come they couldn't just rent you the 15 dollar ones and not spend 130 dollars on but the he, rentable I, copy? I don't think he paid 15 dollars. i think he paid the full amount and was just like Sure, we're a down-home whatever, and you seem nice, and, like, all right, what seems fair? Like, just a real, just person-to-person connection. Well, this is why there are no more video stores. (laughs) (laughs) Cliff, look what you did. It's your mom's fault. (laughs) (laughs) All these nice people. Can I maybe buy it? Because she couldn't find it anywhere. You should be a corporate blood-sucking monster. Like, that's how you stay in business. It's true. It's just true. Blockbuster. Blockbusted, all right? Blockbusted. Blacklisted and blockbusted. Blockbuster. <laughs> but seriously, come back. Somebody restart a blockbuster. Seriously. And if you have to call it something else, fine, call it something else. But still have the familiar, like, 
Blue and Gold uh, <laughs> thing, and maybe maybe a movie ticket stub for the <laughs> the insignia. Think about it. Think about it. Think about it. Uh, future blockbuster, or Hollywood Video, or movie gallery. Yeah. Or Audio Video City. That's where we rented. Um, High Strung for the first time. Oh, nice. Yeah. Audio video. I'm trying to remember what mine were called, but I know specifically Video Land is where my babysitter oh. worked, and so I would just work there too. Yes. Because she worked when the, when I was when she was babysitting me, but she also had to work. I would just go to Video Land and shrink wrap tapes. <laughs> it's so fun. Did you use the gun? Yeah. Oh, I fucking love that shrink wrap gun. It's so fun. Oh, because you're like, wait. So I just put it in this plastic, melt, and then burn it off of this thing. And then burn it with this gun, too? So fun. Dope. Shrinky dinks. Let's shrinky dink this motherfucker. Yes. This is a blast. <laughs> oh, I do them by the dozens oh. all day. So fun. Well, I feel like this has been an amazing episode. It's been an amazing episode. I miss Blockbuster. Uh, Michael Keaton is our hero. Uh, what else can we say? Weed uh, and shrooms aren't that big a deal. Try not to federally fuck up weed. There's absolutely no reason for it. Yeah. If you're gonna um, talk about the fuck weed and shrooms are a very big deal. If you're a child, uh, if you're a small person, mm-hmm, don't mm-hmm. mess with it. Be an adult. If you're if you're a child actor, yeah. Um, you know uh, we're rooting for you. Yeah, you I'm, know I'm rooting for you. Stranger Things kids, I'm rooting for you. All rooting you. for you. Did you I mean, watch that one? Oh my god, amazing! <laughs> I lived it. I fucking lived it. I lived Stranger Things. That was my childhood. D and D. Did you play D and D? Um, no, I actually played D&D as an adult, not as a kid. Okay. I don't think I was in, somehow not in contact with it as a kid. And how, how did you take it? Because I started playing D&D maybe like four years ago. Yeah. It's and a blast. I, I, I also it. like, I like, think there's less involved versions of it, like things that are sort of D&D based that I'd prefer because they're quicker. Right, easier to play. Yeah. Quicker. Quicker. Yeah. <laughs> I yeah like D&D, a game of D&D can go... 30 years if yeah. you want. <laughs> yeah, if well you want. into adulthood, yeah. And also, it's <clears throat> it's something where you go, well, not everyone can get together this month. Fuck, okay, ne- how about next month? Because <laughs> it's all, at this point, well, I don't know how many kids out there are playing D&D. Maybe a lot. Maybe Stranger Things, people were like, ah, let's play D&D. Yeah. But as an adult, and trying to get every adult's schedule together where you can all get together and play, it's tough. Mm-hmm. I want to shout out a place in Burbank because I just like it. This place called uh, Geeks Games and wait, Teague Games and Geekery. Teague Games and Geekery. T E E. T E A. Actually, is like oh, got they have all these board games and British I'm teas. Like, what is tea? And all these like <laughs> British import snacks and stuff, and like you can oh. just go hang out. And they definitely have, like the woman there like is super super into games. Yeah. But also like super supports a community of like if you want to come and like chill. Yeah. Whoa. Live action role play, whatever. Like what? Like totally. In fact, she knows all of the game makers and has all of these indie oh. board games and stuff. Yeah. It's pretty cool. I actually don't think that's what it's called. I think that's its slogan. Geeky Tees is what it's called. Geeky Tees? Yeah. T-E-A-S? Mm-hmm. Okay. T-E-A-S. That's good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they probably have geeky t-shirts in there, too. They do. They have a lot of paraphernalia. They, in fact, have a Doctor Who telephone booth outside. <laughs> oh, nice. They have a bunch of stuff in there. 
Where is that in Burbank? They just moved from this like kind of tucked away place on a little street called Main. They just moved up to Magnolia, I think. A so little, it's like a little street called Main. <laughs> None of you heard of it. No big deal. Uh, but now they're on a major boulevard and it's much bigger and brighter. I mean, I kind of liked it when it was like this little snuggy nugget under, it's like almost like a, a snugget. A snugget. It was like, it had a treehouse vibe. She has cats. Um, so don't go there if you have allergies, but, uh, there are house cats in the store, but now they have like a big proper shop Yeah. and I think it's much more visible. So there's, it's getting a lot more kind of action, but it's a great spot. So do you play uh, games then too? Like, yeah, we. What? She actually introduced us to a few fun and rare games. That one was called Pirates Den. She happened to like know the guy who created it. Super fun. It's a quick play. Oh yeah, so. Jared. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I'll call Jared. him in here right now. You wanna you wanna meet him? Yeah. Here's this game that he created. Yeah, I guess she's friends with like Will Wheaton. Will Wheaton's a big like oh, game gamer guy. Yeah. So like he like knows all these people too, and there's some community. He does tabletop. Have you ever watched that? No. It's him and a couple uh, celebrity friends. Sometimes oh comics, yeah. Sometimes actors. David Shaw. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's so cool. That's so good. Yeah, it's that world. But um, yeah, what are some other ones? Pirates Den. Pirates Den is great. Um, what else? There's one with a Japanese name. There's one like uh, that's a ghost spy game. I can't remember the uh, name of. And then uh, Mysterium. No. Uh, how, Betrayal of the House of Mahanago. Oh, that sounds <laughs> super fun, but I don't think that was it. I haven't played that one yet, but I hear it's good. It's awesome. Ghost spy. Yeah. What? Anyway, we have stories. At one is... point, we got like five at once, and they were all obscure newish game so the only one i really remember the proper name of is pirates den and then there's this game i don't know if you've heard of it monopoly yeah (laughs) no but uh Catan is like one of my favorites and i I haven't tired of it yet i know it's like kind of it's good indie cool too cool already peaked we already peaked on Catan. one one that has it has gotten there for me is ticket to ride oh the trains oh I don't even know that one. Where you build, you build um, trains. You're building tracks across either the United States or Europe or wherever the setting is, um, and you have to get the most points and get the longest track and stuff. And um, me and my two friends, we used to be roommates and we gamed all the time. And that was one of our starter games that got us. We were like, okay, this is cool let's go see what else there is and like getting more in depth and like oh this time you have a character and they have oh, they cool. have um, attributes and this will help in this situation like there's a zombie game called Zombicide mm. and um, you have to survive this town like get out at some point but kill zombies along the way because oh, they're everywhere and they'll show up if there's noise tokens they'll hear it and then oh, they will show up <laughs> amazing that sounds really fun yeah yeah, there was, I now remember one of my favorite quick, it's kind of like a derivative of D&D, but it's a quick play called um, Rumble in the Dungeon. Oh. It's really fun. Yeah? It's super quick. It's like a very simple game, but it's very fun. Is it a pretty good rumble every time? Yeah. It's always a good rumble. <laughs> rumble in the dungeon. Rumble in the dungeon. <laughs> <laughs> we just got, did we get a record deal? Anyone out there? I think so. That's our new song. Um, Capital, um, if you're listening, and I know you are. Um, I already kind of ended this a second ago. You or did. A minute ago, and we started talking about games. What Sorry. were you going to... Oh. That pin, that, who's that? 
That's J-Lo. Someone put that on my backpack. Oh, that's really funny. I thought, you know what? I thought it was random comedian um, Kieran Dial. Oh. That would have been really funny if you just had, like, a really random, like, local comic in a glamour shot in a pin on your... Kieran, if you're listening, (laughs) make pins of yourself. That's so funny. (laughs) We should all do it. Brett Weinbach has his t-shirts. What do they say? Just, like, his face. It's just his face. It's so good. <laughs> it's one of my favorite things. He's, the best. he's not obscure though, but I I think when he started making them, he was much more obscure. It was so funny. Yeah, and he's still pretty obscure. Like, yeah, relatively. He'll but... do things on stage where I'm like, oh, I'm a hundred percent on board, and some people might be like, all right, let's see where this is going. Yeah, you you guys got to know. You got to get on board. He's uh, I think it's a matter of time before the world knows Brent damn Weinbach. well who Brent Weinbach is. Yeah. He's in um, another period, right? Yeah. I gotta, I gotta get back on that show. That's yeah. one I'm behind on. Yeah, that's a fun one. Mm-hmm. That's a very fun one. It's so good. Some All right. Great gals. Well, guys, this has been you and me in thoughts and talk with Doug Culp and Emily Maya Mills. All right. Late tray. <laughs>